Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years. Here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To five three three four two New York, call the twenty four seven Hope Line at one eight seven seven eight Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. This is your bomb Wednesday service, my nigga. We made it. Tell y'all, tell these drinks is gonna work. Told y'all. Listen. Oh, you got one. I was scared. No, I had to. Finally got one. I usually have one. I just have it off camera. Because I I was seeing you sip it, though. Okay, that might be valid. I knew I was shook. Obviously, I've been I've been emphasizing the danger in, in Trump getting elected to a second term since he was elected to the first term. But I didn't realize, like, how, I guess, how I was emotionally holding my breath until Biden did his address Friday night. Not even the victory speech, but the address Friday night in a very calm, measured, soothing tone. And I was just like, whew. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Because y'all niggas had me concerned. I wasn't. I was worried. I was worried. I wasn't. I was, let me put it this way. I was trying not to be worried, but I had too much trauma for 2016 to be confident. I'll put it that way. I think that's a better way to put it. I was, uh, 2016 taught me to always look at this as a marathon. And while, you know, at a, at a two-person watch party, drinking wine all night, eating pasta, and playing Jodeci, and dancing, and laughing, and giggling. That um, don't sound like a watch party player. 
Listen, it, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like that at all. That don't that no like, parts of that sound it, like a watch party it wasn't, at all. Wasn't that not the kind of watch party we talk about anyway. Listen, it was the complete opposite of that kind of watch party. Oh, but listen, like I literally, there's a Bible verse that I quote every day. Um, and it's about you know you can't. Pray and also be anxious and worry at the same time. Yeah. So that is one of my mantras for life. It is one of the reasons why I live a stress-free life and literally do not worry about anything. And anytime something comes up in my life where I'm concerned, <clears throat> like I take a step back, remember that, and I like let it go. And I was just like, um, I did everything I could do. Um, that's true. But I mean, it's still, and I and, and I, I get I, you. I, I, you know, hundred percent, let it go. So I'm a person of faith too. And my favorite scripture is similar of sorts to it, but it relates to your, it's a marathon, not a sprint philosophy, which is, you know, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and call according to their purpose. And that's usually what I lean on when shit ain't going my way. Cause I'll be like, even if I don't see the good in it, good's going to come of it. And I'll be honest, like during this administration, uh, the Trump administration, for the first time, I really understood how, and we didn't even go through a quarter of the shit they faced, but I finally understood how our ancestors had joy in the midst of oppression and had hope in the midst of oppression. Because I kind of got to a point where it was like, I had to kind of get here when RGB died. Like, all right, well, if I don't see the other side, at least I can still work towards them getting to the other side. Like I had to make peace with that. Like that whole, I may not get there with you mentality. Right. Like that, that that was the point. Listen, that was the point where I had to get, get there. Like I, I, like I may not get there with you, but, um, but I, but on Saturday night, I, I, was, I cried well, I more on Saturday, Saturday night. I was drunk all day Saturday. Yeah, I know you called me. Um, I did? I cried. You did call me, yes. <laughs> I don't remember. You called me and told me to get some dick. You sure did. You absolutely did. <laughs> Sounds you did. about right. Don't, yeah, no, you don't didn't. remember it at all. Yep, yep you did. Um, so, but I, on Saturday, I, was, I cried more than I did um, during Obama's victory speech because I never questioned that Obama would win. But I was, I realized I was so afraid that it was going to be years and years and years before we heard compassion and humanity and warmth and like light and jokes and saw love and coherence and compact like coming from the presidential platform like there were so many little things that happened Saturday night where I was like I miss seeing people who like they actually fuck with each other I miss seeing the two families that look like they rock together I miss seeing little kids running around on it you know what I mean like little shit like we got two dogs in the White House again for the first time like we had no pets bro we had no first pets who like those things I miss all of that it wasn't even that it is that we had nothing to lose in 08 and 2012. Right. Like, we were playing with house money. We were exactly. just happy that, like, Obama got there. And it was right. like, if he lose, ah, but if he win, yeah. it's like, yo, this is something. And then by 2012, it was just like, yeah, I don't think Mitt Romney going to be the one 
to, to pull right. this off. This was like, yo, like we can't lose, bro. Like if, if we, we lose, this, we could go on a run of like losses that can last. Trump's behavior, oh. Trump's behavior right now just confirms for me that had we lost this, we would not have seen another free election in who knows when. This just confirms this for me. It wasn't even about like a free election. It was about that was if he would have won, who do you have in the depth chart to throw up there for an eight and 12 years later that can right. combat not him, but what the opposition has now turned into and that the, the new rules of engagement. Um, and that too. Because it was a- But like those new rules of engagement, imagine how much they would have been amplified. Yeah. You know what I mean? That By that point, like. It was like. It, it's not so much if we don't, that one side doesn't have, you know, capable people for the office. It's that mm-hmm. there's nobody the on same. this side who is willing to get that dirty. Right. We don't play the to, same. Yeah, like to defeat that side. So Ellis is like, you, you, we had to get this W. And that point leads me to my outfit for tonight because I had to bring this Spellman jersey back out. Um, <laughs> in honor, oh, because you know how we do. In um, honor of Stacy Abrams, down in the West End. So this this uniform is dedicated to two women. This is dedicated to mm-hmm. uh, sister Stacy Abrams, who yes, I Lord. was there in 2018 in Atlanta when she got her when Brian Kemp stole stolen. And at 1:17 a.m., I would never forget. While still at the hotel she gave that speech and it was not a concession speech and then you know later in the week or so she gave another one but that first one that night like i hadn't been in a room and felt a speech like that mm-hmm. at that late of an hour that like i knew stacy abrams was the truth before mm-hmm. 2018 and i knew she was the truth during the whole campaign but like that night like I tell people the story. I was like, it was one seventeen a.m. I'll never forget where I was standing, what time it was when she started talking, and I was like, "Oh shit! Like this, this is this is it." It's like how some people felt in '04 when Obama spoke at the DNC. At the DNC, and I'm yeah. It's like, oh, this is it. And I remember writing this column in in two, 2019 that I reposted the last couple of days. And it was the headline was, um, we need Stacey Abrams more than she needs us. And I remember sending it to the politics editor and it didn't really do anything with page views. It was like, he didn't get it. I don't think a lot of people got it. They understood. And so I brought it back and people were just like, how, like, how did you know? And I went back and reread it. And I think I ended it by saying, like, I don't know what she's going to do next but I know she's going to do something that has this huge impact on people. And then lo and mm-hmm. behold, it happened. And people were just like, like, how did you nail that over a year ago? And I was just like, because you can, because you can see coming. I, but also you can see leadership in her. I think, I think we've gotten so brainwashed with, I shouldn't say brainwashed because it's a real word these days, but we've, we've gotten so enamored with cult of personality, which is how we got Trump. Right. 
And, and, you know, we're in, we've moved out of the information age into the influence age, and we have conflated influence and leadership. And when you see real leadership, Stacey Abrams is fucking leadership. You know what I mean? Obama was leadership. And Even though people it. be like, he's too measured, he's too this, he doesn't take enough credit. I'd be like, that's leadership. Like, taking credit for everything isn't leadership. Being loud and and hyper visible isn't necessarily leadership. Like those, like the work, like leader, the proof of leadership is work. And Stacey's entire everything through the gubernatorial campaign, I was like, this is leadership, confident leadership, right? And leadership that inspires people to work with her and for her, which is what you need. You need coalition building. That's what Stacey Abrams is capable of. And because people trust her. And it wasn't even that. During that whole run two years ago, the thing that fascinated me the most about it is I kept saying to people, and like you nailed with all the leadership points, but I was like, she's doing this as a woman that we have been told isn't supposed to look like this while doing this. And I was like, that was the most intriguing thing to me because I was like, no, like, for hundreds and hundreds of years, y'all have told us what a politician is supposed to look like. And y'all have specifically told us what a female politician was supposed to look like. Right. And even as like Kamala was rising, like she is the complete opposite. But if you put them in a room and you close your eyes, mm. you don't know who is who if you didn't know who either of them was coming in, had never seen them before. Right. And now it's just like she is breaking every stereotype that has ever been crafted or molded about what women in politics are supposed to be and be presented as. And that was the thing. Yeah. Cause isn't she even like a romance writer yes. on the low? Like I yes. find Stacey fascinating. Yes. All yeah. That. And also shout out to my homie, Jackie Palmer. She was advanced lead on the on mm. Kamala uh, Biden ticket. Like the only black female on, on, on the press lead side. Mm. So, and she's been running around. That, that was one of my contacts. Like, yo, what's going on? It's something coming to do <laughs> for the last couple of months ago. So, yeah, Spellman held it down. Um, so, shout out to HBCU's period. I, I'm hoping that. Though. Shout out to us. I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that uh, y'all always got to get a fucking Morehouse shout out in there. Anyway, uh, I'm hoping that. Um, we can now have real conversations in mainstream media about the importance of of HBCUs, um, the fact that more than like two or three of them exist. Uh, you know, the majority of uh, black folks in Congress and also about black Greeks, the majority of black folks in Congress are Greek, by the way. Um, so like those we need to have like. Like, I know what the skull and crossbones from Yale is, right? Like, why y'all act like y'all know what a ski weed is? Like, why is it that hard to understand Alpha Kappa Alpha sorority? We know why. Incorporate. We know. we know why. We 100% know why. And and to that end, I want to say shout out to Brian Williams on MSNBC who did all his homework. Because Brian, um, first of all, I'm glad that Brian had a second life because I missed him when he got canceled for like 10 seconds because I fuck with him. But... Brian um, first said on early on Saturday, there is going to be no living with a Howard University bison or a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha from here on out. Then second, later on, he was talking to Jim Clyburn and started talking about the Clyburn family fish fry. And I was like, 
What y'all ain't reading? And, and Brian Williams been in there talking about that. Brian up here talking about <laughs> fries well, and Greeks and bisons well, look, look, and all look, of that. Look, look, look. When you're on your last strike, <laughs> you make sure you do all your homework. You've been this out here true. telling the stories about like how you some damn war hero escaping but listen, fire fights and shit, and it didn't really happen. Yeah, player, you can't you can't mess up no more, Brian Williams. Can't do it. I mean, Brian was always good with me. I, I hated that he felt like he needed to do that, but I always had love for Brian. Brian was always good with me. Look, that and is, Allison, that is, and Allison is good. And Allison is good with me too, even though she played a scary ass, racist ass white girl. She good with me too. Um, I, love, I love too well. Love too yeah, for those who don't know, Allison Williams from Get Out is Brian Williams' daughter. Yeah. Um, before we go any deeper, because we have, I want to give some more positive shout outs, but then me and Karen about to get with the shits. Yo, we about to we about to load this shit up. Like we've been holding back, we've been holding some in the clip. I'm glad. I'm glad. Hell, Van Jones in the clip. Because now is the time. Now is the time. But before I do all of that, let me do the church announcements, a.k.a. the housekeeping, mm-hmm. a.k.a. the mm-hmm. shit that pays the bills around cheer because we are part of the Bomb family, which is part of the Count the Dings family. And there is a wide array of programming that is available to you across our platforms that covers everything that you could possibly want any kind of interest, any kind of demographic, whatever you need, we got it. So on the count the ding side, I've been I've been really shouting out the bomb side heavy because I'm gonna be real, like we're the black side. The <laughs> count the ding side is like more like the mainstream white side, but they cool though. It's still black people over there. But like you know, you got your dad pod, you got your cinephile pod, you got your count the knot. I mean, I'm sorry, pack your knives pod. But on the bomb side, every day of the week we got something for you. So on Monday we got crazy, sexy, cool, three fly ass millennial women. December December fourteenth, someone will be a special guest on that episode. You you reached out, you made it happen. I'm I'm a little scared. Can you behave, please? Can you not embarrass me? I'm a little scared because I'm like, look. I I just need you to remember representing me. It's it's my birthday weekend, so I just need you to remember. Conversation goes. I'm willing to go. I just need you to remember that you don't embarrass don't embarrass me. Don't touch nothing. Don't ask for nothing. No, don't not. don't break nothing. I'm not. Just I'm a great whatever. I'm a great house guest. I'm ex- I'm guess. concerned. Anyway, so look out for Karen on December 14th with the girl with the ladies from Crazy Sexy Cool. On Tuesdays you got the OGs on the Bomb Podcast. On Wednesdays you have us. On Thursdays you got Wozni. Breaking it down, uh, I'm interested to see where they go this week. They're probably my guess. If I had to guess, is going to be that they're going to talk about Trump trying to uh, pull all kinds of stunts and shenanigans to act like the election valid. Right. Um, and on Friday, we got Trey and his array of amazing but apparently secret guests on um, growing up the same. So yeah, and and if you and if none of that appeals to you. Or if all of that appeals to you and you want more, there is yet another segment of exclusive content that you can get by being one of our Patreons at CountTheDings.com. Or Patreon.com, CountTheDings. Yeah, that. Patreon.com, CountTheDings. Okay. Why should they be a Patreon and who shouldn't they give their money to? Because we know who was about to start some BS after this election. You know Sean's about to start some bullshit. Don't give your money to Sean King, ladies and gentlemen. And... Stop giving your money to that white man. Stop giving your money to Sean King. But but we're going to put Sean King on pause for just a second. Because we need to talk about... No, let's get some more congratulations out of the way first. Here's what I want to shout out real quick. 
let's stay on the positive and then go. I want to shout out Simone D. Sanders, who started out with the Bernie campaign, switched over to the Biden campaign, um, worked her ass off. She deserves business moves. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, I I feel like she was left out of a lot of conversations when people were shouting out um, other black women who were organizing uh, to make sure the votes were delivered. But shout out to you, Simone, you know, doing the work behind the scenes. She's young, too. Like, Simone, I think, might she's have like, just turned She's like 12. 30? She's like 12. Yeah, she's really young. I was surprised when I realized how young she was. Um, so shout out to Simone Sanders. We already shouted out Stacey Abrams. Obviously, shout out... Um, to my soror, Keisha Lance Bottoms. Shout out to shout out to everybody who is doing the damn thing down there in the South. And to the fact that I had an argument with a Bernie supporter Why? on Why? Wednesday. Because Why? Sean's dumbass and some of them were talking about Bernie would have won. No the fuck he wouldn't have. No the fuck. Bernie Sanders wouldn't have won shit. Let me tell you why Bernie Sanders wouldn't have won. Because both years, 2016 and this year, after 2016, one of Bernie's biggest problems was the black vote in the South. He only garnered 14% of the black vote in the South. And the black voters said, we don't know him. We know them Clintons. We know them. We known them for 30 years. Mm -hmm. We don't know him. And in 20... What this nigga do? He ignored the Southern vote, the Southern black vote again. It's what delivered Biden the presidency? They give a fuck about black people. What? But but that is Biden won. readily apparent if you just pay attention. But I think what's important to note is that Biden won this shit because of black people. Every county that tipped any battleground state over were the black folks. Out of the Clay Co. Clayton County in Georgia. Shout out out to Detroit. Shout out to Philly. It was the black people. And it all got kicked off, though, with Clyburn giving him the South and giving him South Carolina in the primaries by endorsing him. So ignore black voters at your peril. Play about your black cousins and their voting habits at your peril. Like, they are the core of the Democratic vote. uh, But, but... They fuck with who they fuck with. That's what you need to understand. And that, the, the, you bringing up Simone makes a funny point because it was just like, if you paid attention to black Bernie not paying attention to black folks, if that, remember that whole situation about what she experienced on that campaign? Motive. And mm-hmm. then Bernie was like, I had no idea she experienced racism on my campaign. It was just like, right. damn, if you don't even know this happened to your own people that are that but high, also, Leslie, no, you don't lying. know about black people, period. And also, listen, also if, if you've lived in Atlanta, once they said, oh, this is coming down to Clayton County, I was like, oh, this is over. Like, if you yeah. know anything about Clayton County, Georgia, that is the black, listen, there are levels to... You often hear so much about the east side of Atlanta and the west side. East side is Zone 6. That's Gucci mm-hmm. Man. That's uh, 21 Savage. All then west side. That's T.I. That's Bankhead to all of them. Mm-hmm. Clayton County, though? Yeah. Clayco, that's where it really, really goes down. Shout out to Terra Boulevard. So, yeah, once I knew they was down in black-ass Clayton County, I was like, oh, this is a wrap. Like, 
they have right. nothing to worry about because right. Clayco is not <laughs> about them right. games ever. So we do still have work to do for Florida. I know everybody has election fatigue at this point. No, no, but no. We I got think these Senate runoffs in Georgia. We got the Senate runoffs in Georgia. I mean, did I say Florida? I meant Georgia. We got these Senate runoffs in Georgia um, coming up in January that, you know, they've raised a shit ton of money, but we need money. We need messaging. We need awareness. Would They need money. Um, also, there is a possibility that Georgia might still need... Um, Vote counters for the region. I know a couple of people who went down there. I don't really know what that process is, so don't quote me on that. But I, but my commitment, um, which has been my commitment over the past four years, but I'm doubling down and moving forward, is paying more attention to not only my own local elections, but to local elections that are going on around the country to see where I can lend efforts. Because a lot of times we, and by we I mean y'all niggas who've been getting on my nerves <laughs> this whole year, blame the president for that is about your governor mm-hmm. right um you'd be like my neighborhood don't have my city don't have my county don't have nigga your mayor your governor your assembly people your state senate your mayors yeah congress like do you like call them niggas that's actually legitimately what they're there for and you your saw, city council have you watched the mayoral debates your yeah. city your your city council your city council person might give you their fucking cell phone number like that's like that's how local that shit is and what happens is you build relationships with them you pass it on to them they pass it on one step up who passes it on one step or up you but you go gotta to stay a city on council them. meeting or you go to it so that you know what the fuck is going on or you can run for city council how about that like you can also do that so or i really you can read or you can read, but niggas ain't gonna read. So fuck it, run for office. Um, so it's like, but yeah, you need to like the local judges, right? The local judges, which are elected, the school board officials, which are elected. In some places, yes, sanitation officials are elected. Not in New York City, but in almost every place else, your sheriff is right elected. So one thing to note is that in Georgia and a couple of other states in the South, sheriffs who ran on a campaign to not fuck with ICE won. Right. And like in Georgia, I want to say two black sheriffs replaced two white sheriffs in two of the counties that like the like a huge amount of cooperation with ICE. It makes that's a local election. That is down ballot. That shit makes a difference. Also, the mayor is the person who picks the police chief most of the time. It's like a sports right. reference. If a sports team gets a brand new GM, you could just it's like clockwork. They're going to bring in their own head coach. If you get right. a new mayor. They're pretty soon they're about to bring in their chief. own police chief. Unless right. y'all just got a really good police chief, which we know mm. probably ain't happening. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I just want, I really want to encourage everybody as we keep talking about how do we make sure the things that we were promised by Biden and Harris's, by the way, very thorough plan for black America Despite all the motherfuckers who wanted to argue with me, because That's, are you saying it was better than the so platinum? much better than the platinum play? Even even though even though Negroes wanted to argue that because some of the things impacted more people than just black people, it didn't count. Because God forbid we not be the only motherfuckers who benefit from whatever the fuck. It's like it's not like it doesn't benefit us. It was like the argument wasn't that doesn't benefit us. It was it benefits us and other minorities. Not like you gotta be fucking kidding me right now, right? Like seriously. Anyway. 
So as people are asking them, what do we do to make sure these things happen? You stay on your local electives next. Those are people you can reach. You can come along on the phone, shorty. No, that's not, like, no, you have to simplify. You have to simplify. You have to just tell them. All right. We want take a take a couple weeks to celebrate, drink, do what I told Naima to do on Saturday, which I didn't even remember I told her to do. Uh, <laughs> you know, enjoy it. And then about December, get right back focused. Because there's this runoff in Georgia. Like, this. Runoff in Georgia. And then we go in the midterms. Take a breath and a timeout and then get back to work because Biden and Harris were not the answer. Biden and Harris were the self made tourniquet you made for yourself until you can get to the emergency room to actually fix it. Exactly. They were the opportunity for us to stop, like you said, stop the hemorrhaging so that we actually do have a chance to fix it. They're not the fix. They're the That's opportunity to fix. That's why we need the Senate flip blue so that you have the House, the Senate, and the White House and blue so that, so that you Mitch can McC- undo <laughs> all So that Mitch McConnell can get pack. the fuck on. Um, and also, I want to point out that historically, after big Dem turnouts, we get lazy. Yep. You can blame them messaging, which has always been bad, but it's also we get lazy and we immediately lose the House and Senate in the midterms. It happened no, it's, it's, in the first it's, it's, it happened in the first midterms after Clinton and it happened in the first midterms after Obama, which like I think so often about how that could have been different. But no, it, we, it's, it's a uh, it's a political fact that mm-hmm. and it's it's true for both parties. Mm-hmm. If your party wins the presidency you can pretty much bank on it that in the midterms, the opposite mm-hmm. side is going to win because they're pissed off from two years before and they Got keep it. that same energy. So you see that back and forth from right. both parties because human nature allows people to to let down and think everything's okay when the other side has just been seething. Like, fuck that shit. Yeah. But I'm saying this time we got we got to stay... To keep that same energy really is the the energy that we've had all year. Like we motherfucking made it. It was I was I was still very appalled at how many people voted for oh, that for not, voted for I, his ass. I was not at all. I'm sorry. But I didn't say surprise. I said appalled. But we fucking made it. We got snatched from the fucking jaws of darkness. I really don't think I really don't think y'all understand. I was like, whoo, that was close. Ooh, Jesus, that was close. That was close. Like I felt it. I felt the at heat. The end, I felt by the end, on my face. it wasn't close at all. <laughs> right, right. But um, no, I meant it was close. Meaning, like we almost, like we almost, like we almost lost it all. But uh, yeah, I um, we gotta keep that same energy. So now, are you ready? Speaking of keep that same energy. Wait, 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 wait. But first, before we get to him, can I get to the person I want to get to before we get to Go, the floor is yours. Um, I want to dedicate this to. Mark Lamont Hill, who I've had blocked on all social media and have been screaming, fuck Lamarck Hill since 2016. Given that this man told us publicly that we could afford to lose an election before the 2016 presidential election. This man said that. We can afford to lose one. I taught, I asked him about that, by the way, a month ago. And I. And never I, walked it back. Never I, walked I, it, I, even I, now. I, so this message is to all the people who think he's cool, to all the people who think he's a good guy, to all the people who thinks he's intelligent and all of these things and booking for TV appearances or even follow him. 
I want you all to now realize how dumb this motherfucker is. And this is why I say to people all the time, call me and leaders if you want to. This is why you don't listen to Morehouse dropouts. Because they don't know what the fuck they Wow. Do. I didn't even know that. So I asked Mark about that like a month ago. Because I, too, have been talking cold shit about Mark Lamont Hill since he said that. Pretty much anything Mark Something said, I'd be can't like... walk back, people. But the thing is that he's not even acknowledged it. So I asked him, I was like, you know what? Because he started following me. I did not have him blocked, but we weren't following each other. He started following me. I was like, you know what, Mark? I was like, I was about to um, say on the timeline, but I figured I'd DM you. But I was like, I, I said, I really have a problem with, you know, I really can't let go of you saying we could afford to lose one election. And the fact that you have never yet said anything publicly about the fact that that shit was wrong. I said, and the fact that I don't think you ever would have even said it if you hadn't been so arrogant as to just assume Hillary was going to win. And he, I said, you and everybody else was saying dumb shit like that. And he says that he regrets saying it. But he also said that the clip was taken out of context no, and nobody ever, no, it wasn't. nobody ever included the fact that he said, but, 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 you know, we have to, we have to make sure Trump loses by any means necessary and no. the work he was doing and the blah, 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 no. blah, blah. No. But I'm just like, that shit was so irresponsible. It wasn't it was irresponsible. so irresponsible. That, this is the issue why I said what I said. That is the classic example of someone who is simple-minded and does not understand complex things. Or just wants to be contrarian. That was that contrarianism shit. Motherfuckers was getting checks off of contrarianism, and Mark was setting himself up to be the anti-Hillary Clinton and get checks off of that for the duration of the campaign. I mean, for the duration of her um, term. I'm convinced of that. And how, 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 how's that working Disagreeing, out for you Disagreeing with shit... Uh, don't make y'all. We need the conversation too. Disagreeing with shit that other that like a large majority of people think having a quote unquote unpopular opinion does not mean you're smarter. Actually, um, it's also not a personality trait. Contrarianism is not the same thing as critical thinking. Critical thinking is critical thinking. They're not the same. And I and um, I and I say that as a person that usually has. Different opinions, but if you ask me, first of all, I never run from the questions. And when people right. try to charge me up, once I say my piece on it, they might be like, "I don't agree with you," but that makes sense. Like, I, you've done the reading, <laughs> you've right. thought about this. I right. get, I, I'm not on your side, player, but I get where you, I see how you can see that. It's not just right. some off the wall, like, "No, nah, I just want to be different to be different." It's like, no. Here are some factual things that have led me to this opinion. And then people, and oh, I, okay, I, I, I get you. I feel you. And when it comes to politics and civics, we are, as Americans, sorely unprepared to really have real conversations about political process and impact and, you know, strategy and all that shit, to be frank. Um, because we really mostly under, under only understand things on a very surface level. Um, but to that end... Let's um, get to the greatest fuck boy on the planet. So, fuck Van Jones B. Like, for real. <laughs> like, just fuck his purple tie because he don't want to choose red or blue. 
at wearing ass. I've been a radical. I've been a moderate. Now I'm right leaning ass. You know, good people on both sides ass. We need to come to nigga. Fuck, fuck you. Fuck them crowd ass tears that you went viral for talking about how it'll be easier to be a parent to your kids again while mean fucking while you've been kikiing and ha ha and the elbow rubbing and the shoulder brushing and the you know hors d'oeuvre eating up Self- in the white house selfie taken selfie taken and posting the shit ain't even slick that's the thing i'm not even saying the niggas hiding it it's it's y'all's fault for paying attention to it selfie taking picture posting of all these niggas up in the fucking White House. You, you forgot some more. Four, some more. You forgot about the organization he's in control of with Jay-Z and, the, uh, and some yeah. other owners of the NFL to inspire change. But, hey, y'all, I, I asked y'all about the NFL who, and Jay-Z. What this have mother- we seen from the NFL I'm not, yet, people? No, because sorry. Van Jones said change was coming. Van Jones said that Van Jones told went to the um, conservative political action conference and told these motherfuckers that the conservative right was leading in criminal justice reform and that they needed to take credit for how smart they were being about it and for being right about it. Van Jones went on CNN and praised Trump's criminal reform, whatever the fuck that shit is, crime bill, reform program, whatever, without disclosing that he helped write that bitch and it was still trash. Van Jones then just got outed by Trump. <laughs> then got outed by Trump about it. Van Jones just two weeks ago said that Trump doesn't get enough credit for the shit he's done for black people. So here's my thing with Van Jones. And I need people to understand this. I've probably said this on here before. I so much have a problem with black people who vote Republican. I'm a side eye you. I'm a probably think you're a sellout. I may not say it out loud, but I'm a probably Those think it. Are the but I have of Naima Cochran and not Karen Phillips because if you are a black Republican, I am about this close and slap you in the face. If- well, being a black Republican in 2020 is a very different thing, though, right? My my problem is being <laughs> my, my problem is being a black Trump supporter of any kind, if not a flat-out black Trump supporter, being someone black who will not actually completely deny and condemn Trump's behavior, that's just as bad. And Van has not only supported this motherfucker, refused to deny and condemn his behavior, but has also tried to sell us on Trump. And to me, that's the ultimate cardinal sin. That is why Wayne's ass can get left behind. His girlfriend already broke up with him. Uh, Kanye been left behind. Cube can get left behind. No, I ain't even know. I ain't even know who the fuck Lil Pump was, so I really don't give a fuck about that nigga. Um, Polo the Dime can get left behind. All these motherfuckers can get thrown off the boat. They that's fine. Let them just let them stay where they at. Whatever. But the the cardinal sin to me is trying to sell us on this motherfucker who means us. No good. And what happened is, in the beginning of the administration, they tried it with the last election, the beginning of administration, they were trying to do it with black pastors. They realized black pastors weren't going to cut it. So then they started going to, 
you know, people like Van and then to the rappers, but was feeding them the same oh, wait, wait, wait. Well, you, you fucking forgot, song you points. You forgot one. You forgot one right at the beginning. Home. And I still have uh, middle fingers for all of them. Uh, all the dumbass HBCU presidents that went up to the to the Oval and took that. All them niggas picture. too. Yeah, but you I know, but got, I also, I, I also blame, I, I blame Omarosa for that shit too. I ain't um, Omarosa, your bitch ass. You could, we, I mean, we already ain't really fuck with you. Um, yeah. So Van, like honestly, I got, I got on my fuck Van Jones shirt now. First of all, your name is like Travis or some shit. His name ain't even Van. I don't even know where that nickname came from. But anyway, I got on my fuck Van Jones shirt now. I'm riding on this. Whatever. I, and, and, and a lot of other people are too, whether they publicly or not. But Van, we coming for your ass, nigga. You, you, you not coming back. You not coming back. Fuck that. We put you on the Summer Jam screen. On the Summer Jam we screen. We gonna get you Sean King treatment on this podcast. Here on out. Legit. <laughs> Like you, you in the club now, bro? What you got? What you got, Karn? Look, um, a couple of months ago, um, my former boss and one of my mentors, she called me. Sorry, his name is Anthony. How you get Van from Anthony? What the fuck? Okay, sorry. Go ahead. And I was like, "Hello," and she didn't get to say hello. She just said, "Karn." What the fuck is up with Van Jones? <laughs> like, no, hello. This is right. how the conversation started. And I fell out laughing, and I said something to her. And as soon as I said it, she was like, what? And she turned and told her husband what I said. And her husband in the background was like, he ain't lying. And I'm going to preface this by saying, this isn't a blanket statement, because I know some people where this is not true. But the okay. overwhelming majority... It's on the nose, and it's probably the Van Jones. And what I told her was, never fully trust black men who marry white women. So... And she was like, what? And then she turned her husband. He was yeah. like, yeah. And I was like, again, it is not All a right. blanket statement. Black men who it marry white not, women? It is, not, it is not a blanket statement, but the overwhelming majority... Yeah, once you think about it, you sit on that. One, I'm not going sit on it. The, and the, opinions, you, the, the, the opinions of Karen Phillips keep going not through your head, and you're gonna be like, mm, "I do." I'm starting to see. Strength. Are you specifically saying white women and not just non-black women? Those I'm are two different things. White women. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch. I'm gonna just let that sit over there with you. It, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna pick that up. Sit, let it sit because once I'm not gonna doing pick that up. the math, it is an uncomfortable truth that no one really wants to talk about. The overwhelming majority of, of dudes who look like me, who if that, and I'm not saying if you came from um, a, a mixed race background. I'm just saying you just straight up pure. And you just decided you was gonna go play in the snow like that? Listen, the overwhelming majority, there are some um, tendencies. There are some Van Jones like tendencies there, and I'm just always like, hmm. Huh, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna leave that. Let me make this mental note. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave that there. And um, about three podcasts from now, you are gonna bring that point up, and you be like, you. Oh no, I'm not. And I'm, I'm not gonna. Like, bring, yep. I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm not touching that. Who's the I'm, I'm not touching that. I'm not touching that at all. Um, because you know what? Because you know what? 
black men will react to me saying it and not you saying it. Oh, I, I'm, I, I'm, that. I'm, I'm, I'm fine with it because 55 cents. No, no, no. I'm saying they won't react to you saying They'll react to me saying it because what happens is when black women remark on something that black men did, we're divisive mm. for talking about oh, this shit. I'm, 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 which is I'm, another I'm situation I have. Out. Oh, listen, I'm upset at all the trash black men who voted for Trump. And why I'm upset at all the men that voted for Trump. I'm polls, I'm, exit polls are so high. I do not understand. I, I'm upset. I'm upset at all our people because all our numbers went. Well, I need to see the final with the mail-ins, but it looked like all our numbers went up. Like every like every marginalized person's numbers went up. They're like, the fuck is wrong with y'all? I don't want to chalk it up to just higher turnout. Period. Although maybe that's it. But I genuinely cannot understand. Like it's one thing if you told me you abstain from voting altogether, which that's a problem in and of itself. And, you know, if you want to holler crime bill, crime bill, crime bill, which I ain't never hear nothing about the crime bill in eight years of Obama being in office. That shit ain't come up till Hillary launched her campaign when she wasn't even in elected office to vote on the crime bill. Although Bernie's signature is right on that bitch. But anyway, although people um, love to forget that, like, it was a whole a lot of black Democrats that. Yeah. The crime bill to well, it. every time we bring, every time muggers bring that up, people act. People either don't know, don't show, or no, don't care. <laughs> um, because I don't like, care about what was going on in the hood. Because if yeah. you ask black people of that age and in the, in the crack academic age, we'll how bad like, it was, yes. and they said something needs to be done. So then, black yes. Democrats went forward and was like, <laughs> "We need something very harsh, something to be done." It turned right. into the ninety-four crime bill, and then it happened. And the sentencing and was way too harsh, like, but the sentencing oh, yeah. came from the right the sentence though the the harsh sentencing came right and like biden's spoken about it so so this is the other thing that i don't have country for anymore moving forward niggas who just complaining just to be complaining because they don't read niggas who want to complain about all the candidates all the policies all the options all the potential outcomes but you are offering i'm my new question is what's the solution and I'm just going to keep asking y'all, what's the solution? Because most of y'all have no solution. You just got complaints. You are not allowed to give me a grievance anymore unless you have a solution. I am a solution-oriented person. This is how I work. I'm not going to just, you be like, prove, why does this work? Prove to me why the no, motherfucker, what would work better since you got so much to say. That's A. B, I'm not doing this revisionist history bullshit with y'all motherfuckers anymore. It's all. And I'm not doing this whole, again, nothing makes you happy. So, okay, case in point with Biden. Biden has addressed his regret um, over, the, the, over the crime bill multiple times and this Anita year and last year. Yeah, okay, and Anita, Anita, Anita Hill, you're right. Multiple times over this year and last year. First of all, motherfuckers be like, well, he ain't even say nothing. I'd be like, boom, this time, this time, this time, debate, town hall, this mean, that mean. Well, of course he did. He had to, which... Go, what you want? If he didn't say something, it's a problem. He said something like, of course he did, he had to. What do you want? And the answer's going to be, I want him to never have done it. That is not an option. That shit was well, 30 yeah, fucking well, years ago. Too late now. I'm just saying. So, I'm not doing it with y'all niggas. And he, no, he, even white people up, either. He, not doing it with y'all. And even the Anita Hill thing, like, I'm not absolving Joe Biden of that. Um, but, I'm not absolving Joe Biden vividly remember being in the newsroom the day in Delaware when our entertainment reporter was like, yo, either the Presley 
press release had just came out or the trailer had just came out for the Nita Hill movie they did. Hmm. And somebody was trying to get on the phone with Joe's people. Um, and how like uncomfortable he was about it because mm-hmm. of the regret he had over it. Right. Um, because if you watch that movie, it was like, yeah. We also like, not going to act Joe like... Joe was wilding on the end. It was like, you Joe tell. was wilding. But we also not going to act like... Joe was in his 40s then, right? We also not going to act like as you look over life and you experience some things and you serve under the first black president of the United States and you experience the Black Lives Matter movement, like niggas can't evolve from you're being 40-something in the fucking early 90s, right, late 80s, to being in your 70s looking at how the world has changed. I think that that's, like, we don't give politicians latitude. Like, to me, people who were... Again, if you were arguing the crime bill to say, I'm not voting at all, that's one thing. If you were arguing the crime bill to be like, I'm voting for Trump? Motherfucking Donald Trump, who... Four years before the crime bill spent $85,000, which is like a billion dollars in 2020 money to put out a full page ad calling for the death penalty of the exonerated five, calling them a, I want to say like a roving band of criminals and that, you know, he didn't want to forgive them. He wanted to punish them. He didn't want to understand them, you know, still, calling, still um, yeah, call him double down on it. Even he said he still thinks they're guilty. Um, calling, saying that the, the, the phrase brutality was shackling the NYPD. Like, that's your mans. That's still your mans. And even right to, now. To go back about the Nita Hill thing, it, it's, this, is, this is less about Joe and more about that time frame. Because watching that movie, it took me back to being a little kid and asking questions and trying to understand what was going on. And watching that movie, I vividly remember conversations of adults that I was around, family members at church, of people being like, why is she doing this now? Why is she Mm -hmm. trying to bring this black man down? This is not the time. We finally got somebody on the Supreme Court. Somebody who don't do shit for us, by the way. And it was just like, even black folks, Dennis, black women was not holding Anita Hill down. Mm-hmm. I remember. It like it was bad. It was real, real bad. Speaking of which, Clarence Thomas has a white wife. I'm not saying that this supports oh, Karen's oh. theory. I'm not saying I'm not saying this supports Karen's theory. I'm just adding it in there. I'm I'm just adding it in. Just saying. Did y'all start to do just the research? No, I'm just adding it in there like, as a fact. Kanye West. She's not really white though. Like she- She's a, she's not white. I mean, she's white, but she's not white. She's non-black. Are we doing this right now? I'm just, we doing I'm just saying. She's a person of color. We're, we're doing this. <laughs> we're doing this. <laughs> anyway, <sighs> listen. The Lord heard our cries. Unlike these goofy ass white evangelicals. Remember Jason Pitts from the game? I do. Yep. Um. Unlike these goofy-ass even white evangelicals who are trying to call on angels from Africa and South America like them angels is coming to help your ass. Um, who white are crying in prayer. Have been the funniest thing of the last... Oh, my God. Because I'm just all like, right. It's like, what y'all gonna do when y'all realize that Jesus and God is black? 
Y'all are going They're to not, lose y'all mind. They not. They. Oh my god. The afterlife. The afterlife is gonna be comedy because I'm just gonna be watching their ass. Like y'all thought. Y'all thought. Um. Yeah. They break it down in prayer, questioning God, but like not questioning God. Like Lord, help us understand. But questioning God, like what is you doing? And I'm like, oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Mind you. Did, mind you. White evangelicals, because I went to a white Lutheran middle school. White mm-hmm. evangelicals, when they teach you the Bible, when you get to the book of the Exodus and you're talking about leaving Egypt, they teach it in a way of telling the story. But like these people were so ungrateful and they got this man in this quail and they had to walk around the wilderness for 40 years it's because they couldn't just be thankful these, these people could not be thankful. Hmm. They now, all of a sudden, hmm, he was looking down on these black folks for all these years. And now, all of a sudden, what have you turned into? Because mm. there's nothing pissed white people more off than when they realize they're acting like the black people who they tried to look down on. <laughs> <laughs> nothing makes them angry. I mean, listen, when Trump lost... Yeah, there were prayer vigils. It was more like, Lord, give us the strength to make it through whatever's about to happen. Because we know, you know, like, God like sits Like, were when... supposed to just magically, like... They really, they really believed this shit. In their minds, they really believed the, 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 the five fish and the two loaves were going it's to balance. happen with, with the balance. That was going to happen with it's the balance. balance. We're gonna have the balance. That's the balance. The balance is just magically. That that's in the words of Steve Harvey is the first recorded fish fry. (laughs) So even the thing that they wanted is still one of the blackest events that we have on record to ever. And it worked on our behalf because as soon as every time they keep finding more ballots, that shit is us. Yep, that shit is us. So I say all that to say we done made it. Hallelujah. We made it for now. Um, now made it. We still have a lot more work to do. We have a lot more to analyze and learn from the past four years. And I just really don't think people are taking that part seriously enough. Because we almost fucked it up for everybody. We meaning y'all, not me. I, I did the right thing. Um... And and we we still have shit. We've got these runoffs in January. We got midterms coming up. And then we gotta figure out who the fuck is coming up in twenty twenty four. I really don't think Biden is running for re-election in twenty twenty four. I we, think this it's Kamala. We know. I know, it's Kamala. But this was a suit up mission for Biden. Biden basically was like, All right, and she needed I ain't running sixteen. And I yeah, he think, was like, I ain't running sixteen. Uh, we know what school she went to. This you think two black women could win the ticket? I don't think two black women can do it. I don't know if we're ready. This is why we got to stop doing it. We have to stop. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. You're right, you're right. Do it. But that means that we have to do even more work over the next four years. People can Because let me tell you Expe- what they're about to this do. This is why, especially when the black person I just discussed got over 800,000 people registered. You're right. Can you but listen, let me tell you what they're about to do. They're about to run Nikki Haley in 24. Okay. Because they see the girl power situation okay. popping. And they know they can't run another old white man. Uh, Nikki Haley's phone is definitely you know, long. You know what my reaction to that is? 
you know why I'm so unbothered by, by Nick Gaiman? Because mm-hmm. I saw the person who had the best resume in American political history run for True. president. And lose. As a white woman. And white woman said, we right. good. Yep, I saw, that's fair. I saw Sarah Palin run. No, but Sarah Palin was a fucking idiot. Exactly. Bitch, please. We have seen the best of the best from white women and the worst of the worst. And both times, they have been like, (laughs) nah, sis. So, the media and Nikki Haley, I know that these white women will once again be like, nah, sis, because 55% of them just voted for this clown. You're right. You're absolutely right. That wanted and said that he will, used to, and probably still does, wrap him by the pussy. You're right. You're right. And has East 23 open sexual assault <laughs> and harassment cases still open. But, oh, you know. wait. So, Nikki, speaking of, all you want Speaking to. of um, black women, a shout out. Shout out to Letitia James, who is our state attorney general, who is waiting on Trump. To leave oh, office. when she dropped the, sitting, uh, the, the, the NRA yeah, She's deal. sitting, mm-hmm. waiting on Trump for both the NRA situation and um, for inflating um, his profits, tax statements, and stuff like that. Letitia James is from Brooklyn, and she about to run him just like a girl named Letitia from Brooklyn. And he cannot pardon himself for that. From the state of Mm-mm. New York? Southern mm-hmm. District of New York is waiting. I watched it. Wait- yep. I know they, about that. They was waiting. They are waiting. Chuck, Chuck is waiting. Black, black female Chuck Rhodes is waiting. Chuck Rhodes <laughs> is waiting on you, ex. You can't get out of this one. Ain't gonna be ain't gonna be no partnerships. Ain't gonna be no alliances, my man. It's about it's about to go down. And also, Unless as a New Yorker, we are so happy that Trump is now a resident of Florida. That it, like the jubilation here in New York on Saturday was twofold. It was A, this nigga's out of office, but it was B, he's not coming back here. Thanks be to God. So all that said, that wraps my part up for 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 this week. Um I'm I was happy to come to you guys from a place of um of 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 of, of celebration and serenity because I was concerned. Karin, do you have anything you want to say to the people? Look, um, let's just take the moment to enjoy it. The older I get, the more I'm about enjoying the moments. We can go into the holidays genuinely that's, thankful. That's probably why I told you what I told you, even though I don't remember yeah. telling you because I was drunk. Uh, and I drank you told all me, of You told champagne. me you were drunk. You did tell me you were drunk. I drank all of the champagne. So. Yeah. Yeah. You told me you were drunk. I did. I did. I and you did. told me what you did. I also did that yeah, too. Yes, you I did. did. I did. It was a sharing moment. Um, so on that note, as always, we thank you guys for being with us. You could be watching and or listening to anything right now, and you are with us. Um like, share, subscribe, uh, hit us up on the Twitters and don't give that white man your money. And as always, our new ending is... Fuck Van We'll see y'all next week.